GM, GM, welcome to Web3 Academy, your one trusted source to capitalize on the next big phase of the internet. Don't get caught in the hype cycle. I'm Jay Bird, joined by my co-host Kyle Reedhead, and we believe that security, that verified links are going to change the world. That's why we're carving a path for doers to confidently build and invest in Web3. Welcome to another episode, everybody. Today, we are talking all about how we got fished. Sad, sad times over at Web3 Academy. A few weeks ago, one of our team members' wallets got drained from a phishing attack. And in their wallet was our lens handle, which had over 60,000 followers. Tough, tough times for us. Tough times for our team member who also lost a bunch of his assets. What are we going to do about this? How do we learn from this mistake? How do you, our listeners, stay safe with your assets? And what are we going to do moving forward? We've worked with Lens and come up with some great solutions. Really, Lens has come up with some great solutions on how they are going to ensure security and safety of others' Lens handles so this doesn't happen to anyone else because it really sucks because we can't get this handle back even though we've tried many different ways. And then we also brought in a new partner, WAG, who is going to talk all about their verified link solution, which really is possibly the silver bullet that we've been all been looking for to ensure that phishing attacks aren't a thing in this space. But in order for that to happen, we all have to learn what WAG is. And we've all got to start using it or use some sort of verified link solution so that you don't click on a link that is the wrong link without even knowing it. And Sebastian, the founder of WEG, who joins us today, talks about how good these scammers are at making links that you would, 99.9% of humans would never be able to know that it's a fake website and a fake link. And because wallet transactions are also so difficult to read, you know, a bunch of zeros and Xs, and most of us don't know what that is, we blindside all the time. And so there's a big problem here, a big, big problem that we are going to talk about in today's podcast, along with how we at Web3 Academy are doing our part to fix it and what you can do as well. So yeah, really important episode. This is the vital stuff. This is the stuff that we need if we're going to have mass adoption. We've got to iron this stuff out ourselves. The builders here in web three so that when the hundreds of millions come on over when they come on chain over the next couple of years that we are ready and that they don't get scammed and then leave so safety so important security so important thanks so much to everybody who showed up to our twitter space we do these every week on twitter so if you're not at this one make sure every week noon on twitter we'll be doing these spaces, which then get produced as a podcast. So if you want to ask questions, you can come to the Twitter space where we do a Q&A at the end. And yes, enjoy this episode. Take a minute to hear from our awesome sponsors before we jump in. The future of social media is here, and that future lives in Web3 on top of Lens Protocol. Web2 social platforms are broken and ripe for disruption. You see, the epicenter of social media is the creators, and yet they are the most neglected. Web2 platforms like Facebook, 
TikTok and Instagram are all essentially robbing creators of their worth. Creators are a new type of entrepreneur, forming new types of businesses. Yet with Web2 platforms, creators don't own their content or the profiles, and that's their product and business. Instead, they are tied to the platforms they choose to create on. Well, just like how crypto is freeing us from banks, Web3 is freeing us from these centralized platforms. On Lens Protocol, creators own their content, own their profile, and even their social graph and followers in the form of NFTs. This allows you to move freely from one social application to another with your content, profile, and followers moving along with you. Lens Protocol enables self-sovereignty for your social graph and interoperability across the internet. At Web3 Academy, we believe this is the future of social, and that's why we partner with Lens to ensure that the path of social media is heading in the right direction. Visit lens.xyz to learn more today. Did you know that Web3 users lose billions of dollars every year due to phishing attacks? If you've been in this space long enough, then you or someone you know has probably fallen victim to one of these scams. This is why we've partnered with WAG, your guardian in this digital wilderness. WAG is a tool designed to help you spot the difference between malicious links and legit ones. With WAG, you can rest easy knowing that every link you click on is safe. This is an absolute game changer for Web3. As part of our partnership with WAG, we'll be using their platform to create verifiable links so that our community feels safe, knowing that what they're clicking on is the real deal. And if you don't have a community to protect and you're just looking to protect yourself, WAG has you covered with safe stops, which tell you exactly who created the link you're clicking on. Head to the link in the description, click it, see that it's verified by Web3 Academy, and start protecting yourself today. Just use the code FREE1000 when signing up, and if you're among the first 1,000 users, you'll get free access for life. We got Sebastian with us, co-founder, CEO of WAG, who is aiming to solve our greatest problem in Web3 and crypto, which is security and hacks and all of our wallets getting drained they're building an incredible app platform over at wag which is going to help us verify links we'll be talking about that today we're also going to tell the story of how our lens handle was stolen we got fished at web3 academy happens to us too sebastian howdy gentlemen sorry about that twitter was uh rugging my airpods again for usual it's excellent. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Well, well, that's the problem that I'm calling it the wrong thing, so it's not happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to talk nice and it. How are y'all doing today? Doing well. Monday morning. Always excited to get back at it. Where are you calling in from, Sebastian? Uh, I am in Dallas, Texas, and we, by the grace of God, have had a much cooler morning this morning than the past several days. So I'm really excited about today, just generally speaking. I mean, I... <laughs> Getting getting back to it and not melting every time I walk outside, it's a big win. Go Cowboys. <laughs> I played rugby, so I'm not going to be great at talking about football, but I appreciate it <laughs> nevertheless. A Texan who doesn't play football, oh boy, that's a tough go for you. I mean, I'm from Jamaica, so I'm a Texan, but I'm not like fully uh, Texan. Needless to say, yeah, definitely went through that hell for a bit, but came out on the other side somehow. Well, speaking about going through hell and coming out on the other side, <laughs> today we are getting into how we went through hell by losing our lens handle. Our lens handle was stolen. We got fished. We're going to tell you guys the story of what happened so you can all learn how to make sure it doesn't happen to you. Always important to share the stories of you know the bad things that happened to us. We tend not to talk about it so much, but very important. And then we're going to talk about... What's next? What are we doing to 
fix scams. What are we doing at Web3 Academy? And that's why we got Sebastian from WAG joining us. So we're going to tell you what we're doing with verified links. And then we're also going to tell you what's next with our lens handle, which ties into Web3 Academy 2.0 and our current roadmap. We are in week two. I hope you all minted our free mint last week, but if you didn't, don't worry. Let's get her started by talking about the story of what happened to the Web3 Academy handle our lens handle which had over 60,000 followers was unfortunately fished raul i think you were the first to find out yes so why don't you start from the beginning what what happened how did it all go down yes yeah, so our lens handle basically just switched hands a few times throughout like our time on lens we've been there since the beginning since last hour and we've gained over 60,000 followers on there and basically what we did was one poor management of like how we held the handle the nft and two we got scammed by web3 because we know that's a big problem so basically what happened is um we held the nft in a wallet that we interact with on a daily basis so the person who held our our lens was interacting for like personal stuff on the web3 space doing all the things that we love to do every day and unfortunately they clicked on a wrong link that was not legit and there there was no way of them knowing like that it was a phishing link or maybe they didn't notice it from from the start and that was basically the end of the story because once uh, the, the hacker gets access to your wallet you're pretty much done that's the story of how we got fish we just basically clicked the wrong link and we didn't realize it in time to you know to protect our assets on there and uh, especially our, our lens handle what we're doing to fix the situation is thanks to our to lens they just implemented this this feature where you can send the NFT out outside of your wallet. So you can hold me like a hardware wallet, for example, and then share access to it through like four or five custodians that, you know, can interact on your Lens profile, which is super great in terms of security. But that still doesn't like fix all the spam and scam issues that Web3 has to deal with every day, which is like mostly phishing links. And we are using WAG to verify our links. And I think I'm not going to give away how we're doing that just yet, I think. I'm just going to give the word over to Sebastian to tell us how this works and how we're using this. You're getting ahead. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Where are you going? I'm the moderator, bro. You answer the question. <laughs> okay, so Raul woke up one morning, heard from another one of our team members. He had got fished. I hope we all haven't experienced this, but if you have experienced it, when you wake up and you realize that you look in your wallet and you've been drained, what an awful, awful feeling that is. And it's just such a... It's such a big problem. In the case of Web3 Academy, we lost our handle, which had over 60,000 followers. So that's a real loss for us. I mean, obviously we believe we can build it back up, but that sucked. But also the individual on our team who was fished, he lost many other things from his wallet as well. So it was a tough day for us. Academy. Certainly, I remember waking up myself. I'm usually the last person on the team to wake up because I'm in the Western part of Canada. So I remember waking up and Discord going off and everybody was like, what's going on? And where is it? How do we get it back? And you know, you, you really, it affects your, your mental state and you really get emotional and you get reactive. And we all, there was a bit of yelling at each other because you know, you're looking to blame each other. Whose fault is this? Thankfully, our fearless leader, Kyle, came in and said, hey, guys, everybody take a deep breath. This is nobody's fault. It happens. We'll 
We'll take it one step at a time and we'll figure out how to fix it. Kai, I don't know if you want to jump in and talk at all about that day and your feelings and what we experienced. Yeah, just to give some context in terms of fishing and how this works, what happens for those that maybe haven't had this happen or, or unsure if you know it's happened to them is when you go to sign a transaction, what hackers do or scammers will do is they'll get you to sign a transaction that allows you to or allows them to basically take anything from the wallet. So you're actually signing a transaction that's sending everything out of the wallet. But you don't know that because the way the wallet UX is, is you can't really understand what that transaction is unless you understand a lot of times it's a bunch of X's and O's and you're like, well, what does this even mean? Most of the time though, you can, if you really read the details, the problem is most people don't. But if you read the details, you can see that you're sending X, 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 like all the different things. So if you actually read the details before you click that sign, you'll see what's happening. Most people just don't do that because we're used to the Web2 world where we just click around and there's no risk. There is risk when it's, you know, you custody your own assets, unfortunately. That's a great thing to custody your own assets, but also it comes with the risk and the downfalls of potentially sending them to the wrong spot. So two things you want to do. One is double check your signatures. Every time you're going to sign anything, read what the heck that thing says and read what you're signing before you do it. doesn't matter if it's a hardware wallet. If you sign that transaction and it's a phishing attack, it's gone. doesn't matter what wallet you use. So that's the first thing. And then second is don't hold your assets on wallets that you're interacting with applications with. We talk about this one all the time. If you're going to interact with apps, Uniswap, OpenSea, whatever, have a dummy wallet that you do that with. And then as soon as an asset goes into that wallet, you move it out to a different wallet that you don't interact with. That's what our social media person should have done is they should not have had the lens in their normal wallet that they go and they use to like mint things. You should always mint with a separate wallet and then hold your assets in a different wallet. So that was the big mistake. And then the other problem was just they clicked on a link that they didn't realize was a phishing link. And that's really where the big issue comes with Web3 is it's really hard to tell what's a bad link and what's not, right? Oftentimes it'll be like, Let's say it's lensprotocol.com or whatever. I think they're lens.xyz. They'll like switch out a letter or something. And so oftentimes you'll see, you'll see it on Twitter too. The account might be Web3 Academy, but they'll like get rid of the E. And so it's WB, right? Instead of WEB. And a lot of people just miss that. And so that's when you end up getting fished. Happens all the time. So just things to be aware of. You got to be double checking when you're clicking things, because again, these are all assets. A couple of things I just want to get into what Lens has done, just so we we have that unlock and then we can go into further things. Cool. So two things that Lens has done to help with this. So one is delegate access. So like what Raul said, this happens with Lens V2, which isn't live yet, but it will be in the coming weeks, is you put your Lens profile in, I don't know, a hardware wallet, whatever that you never use, you never interact with, and then you delegate access to other wallets to go in post and comment and do things on, but they don't have to actually hold the NFT, which is great. If you think of this compared to the Web2 world, right now for us to have multiple people use our own Twitter, we have to have like five different people from different countries all log into the same account using the same username and password. That's actually not a good idea, but it's the only way you can do it for things like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and every other Web2 app. You can't delegate access for another account to go and tweet on your behalf or do things on your behalf. It's a risk. So Lens is actually ahead of other Web2 apps by doing that, which is super cool. The other thing they've done is something called Profile Guardian. This they did after we were fished. There was a bunch of Lens accounts that got fished. Some of them were quite big, not just us. We were the largest because we're one of the largest accounts on Lens. But what Lens did is they said, hey, all hands on deck. We need to figure out a solution to this because a bunch of people are getting their Lens handles stolen or fished. So what they did is they actually stopped working on anything else on Lens and they built in this functionality where now all Lens handles have a guardian attached to it, where as soon as a handle is like minted or shared to someone, so it's transferred, it has this delay where you can't do anything with it for seven days. 
well, actually, you have to disable this guardian. And then after seven days of disabling, then you can send it. So even right now, we've minted a new one. I can't send it to someone else until seven days after I've disabled this guardian. So even if someone fished my wallet, they could take other things out of my wallet, but they can't take my lens handle. It's actually stuck there unless they go and disable it. Then they still have to wait seven days, which by then maybe I can figure something out. What the solution is to that, I don't know. But at least there's something in place to like have a bit of a break. Instead of waking up the next day and it's gone, you wake up and you're like, okay, someone has hacked my account, but they can't take anything yet. The other thing this profile guardian does that's really cool that I think everyone needs to implement is when you go to sign that transaction, that phishing transaction that takes all of your stuff, it, a pop-up appears now in the wallet that says, are you sure you want to give away your lens account or your lens handle? Which is good because the person that we had on our team, when they went to sign a transaction, had nothing to do with lens. They were signing something completely different that had nothing to do with lens. But randomly, this would come up and say, are you sure you want to give away your lens handle? Which will immediately tell you, oh, I'm signing something that's incorrect. I'd hope you then just don't go and sign that transaction, ideally. So that's the other thing that they've just included in this profile guardian, which I think is super key. So we need more things that before you sign or before you click, which is what we'll talk about with WAG and why we brought them in, already warns you ahead of time. That's the key, right? There's great to do things after you've already made the signature, but once you've made it, you're kind of screwed. So we need things that are warning you ahead of time which is what Lens has done, and then more of what we'll talk about with WAG as well. Great. Thanks so much, Kai. Yeah. So as Kai said, we get stuck in Web3 because the UX is so difficult in wallets that you end up signing a transaction that you do not realize is a phishing attack. And you usually sign that transaction from a website that looks like an exact replica of the website you thought you were going to. So I saw a phishing, I mean, I've seen a bunch this morning. WorldCoin is talking about some big announcements that a WorldCoin coming, and there's a whole bunch of phishing attacks already on Twitter. People will pay for ads on Twitter. They will create Twitter accounts that have tens of thousands of followers. So you think it's legit. You think it's WorldCoin. As Kai said, usually it's just a different spelling in the Twitter name, and then maybe also a different spelling in the link. And then you go to that link. It looks like WorldCoin's website. You click connect wall. You see you connect your wall, you sign to do a transaction and boom, you've been fished. So the biggest thing is always take a deep breath and read the names. Just look at the link and make sure it is the correct link. And then the other simple thing is rather than you go direct from, let's say you're on Twitter and you want to go to WorldCoin, don't just click the link and go to WorldCoin. Go type in the WorldCoin URL in your browser and go that way because then you know you're going to the correct homepage, the correct website where you want it to be. Sebastian, I want to get you over on here now to talk about WAG. Let's start, though, with what's your view? You know, you as a founder in the space who is dedicating yours and your team's time to really solving, being a part of solving this security and scam issue that we have, Take us back to sort of the beginning of like, did something happen to you that made you want to start this company? Did something happen to a friend of yours? What's the origin story of WAG? So I'm so glad you asked. Last year, we were working on another project. And while we were working on that project, we started to look around and see constant headlines saying more or less the same thing. Massive NFT collection hacked. Community members, wallets drained. Massive Twitter personality hacked, sends out fake airdrop link, 
followers lose hundreds of thousands of dollars due to connecting wallets to a phishing link. It just seemed like something that was popping up again and again and again, and nobody was really doing anything to fix that. Now, as people that all believe in Web3 and believe in the opportunity it presents and the potential that it represents, if you have an industry that's so full of scams and phishing attacks and big losses that are all over you know, news outlets, new people aren't going to come in and they're not going to join you. So we really thought, all right, is there a way that we can actually step in build a product that makes a difference and make this into an ecosystem that's just generally more friendly? And if the answer is yes, we should do it. So we started thinking, okay, what are we going to build? Let's build trust. And that's really what WAG was built around is that concept of helping people build trust in Web3. So we did all of our research. We started talking to people that had been hacked before, people whose accounts had been cracked into and whose followers had started suffering we went through what's called the mom test. We asked all of these people about their experiences. And at the end of the day, we realized, hey, we've got an idea here. These people are interested. Let's go ahead and do it. And that's pretty much how WAG was born. I love the mom test. That's a great start to any, any business. It's to- totally necessary too, if we're being honest. Dude, completely. So what is WAG then? Tell us. We've been sort of teasing it and Tell us what you have built, what you are building. Yeah, absolutely. So WAG is the verified link solution. You guys were kind of talking about this a little bit earlier with fake links. What hackers like to do is they replace Latin letters with visually identical Cyrillic counterparts to create domain names. So they can actually create domain names that look exactly like the correct URL. And humans just can't tell. It makes a a pretty difficult situation for a lot of these people. The way that WAG works is we allow anybody to create a profile with either a Google account or their Web3 wallet, so MetaMask, et cetera. As they go through the process of creating an account, they've got to actually verify their identity by connecting at least three other socials. So you're just OAuthing in. And what this does is it makes it so that people can't actually create WAG profiles unless they're real people. That's a big deal here. So when you create this account, you connect your socials, You get what's called a WAG tag, which is your verified digital identity in our system. And your WAG tag can only actually be derived from your legal name or the handles of one of the socials you've connected to verify your identity. Again, this is a really big deal here. It's an important concept. Like People are who they say they are in our system. And WAG actually stands for where humans are going. After you've gone through this entire process and you've created your account, you can start making what we're calling verified links, ASAP. When you create a link with us, it's just like creating a shortened link with Bitly, but there are two key differences. The first one is when you use Bitly to create a shortened link, you can create that link with anything. Bitly doesn't check it against any sort of list to make sure that it's good or not. And in fact, 50% of links made with Bitly are actually phishing links. There are a lot of problems with that. I mean, if you're using that from a marketing perspective and you send stuff out, like your email is probably going to get blacklisted. Not great. Deliverability goes down. With us, when you actually drop a URL in, we run it against our block list. So if someone tries to create a malicious link with WAG, the system's going to flag it and it's going to say, we're sorry, you can't create that link. You can only create good links with WAG. To complete that process, you actually have to sign that link with your wallet. So there is a digital signature connected to every single WAG link. If you've signed up with your wallet, your personal wallet, that's your signature. If you've OAuthed in with Google, 
we actually give you guys a lot on the back end than it signs to. So you can be a Web2 person and use WAG. You'll never know that there's blockchain in there, but you're still going to get the benefits. After that link's connected or collected, created, when you share that link, anybody who clicks on that link is going to be taken to an interstitial called the safe stop. And that safe stop is going to tell you this link is verified with WAG and it's going to say Lens Academy made this link. Or it's going to say Web3 Academy made this link. And then it's going to redirect you to your destination URL. So literally every single time somebody clicks on a WAG link, they're going to know who created that link. They're going to be able to verify that person's a real person. And they're going to know that the URL that they're being redirected to at the end is something that they can trust and interact with. That's amazing. This is exactly what we need in the space, which is why at Web3 Academy, we partnered with WAG to ensure that our links are safe. Sebastian, I also didn't know that WAG stands for where humans are going. That's awesome to know the origin story of the name. Raul, I want to go over to you to share how we are using WAG in our links to ensure that our followers and our listeners don't get fished. Yeah. So I think that people have a really hard time understanding when we're like explaining how this works. So what I've done is I've put a comment under this space. It's a link that's made with WAG and that takes you to our lens profile. So if everyone just clicks that, they will be redirected to the safe stop that uh, Sebastian mentioned. And then they can verify that this link has been made by Web3 Academy. And if they continue to the destination, they will be redirected to lens friends where they can follow our, our profile. So I think like to properly visualize how this works and like the benefits of this, I think the people just need to use this. So expect more of our links to have this uh, safe stop enabled. So when you're when you're gonna click on um, to go to our newsletter or to a podcast or to Lens or whatever we we send you to, expect pop up that mentions that this link is verified and that it was made by Web3 Academy, and then you can safely go and interact with the content on the other side. And for those listening on the podcast, we'll have the link in the show notes so you can experience this yourself. Kai, I want to go over to you on what's your views on how we get the entire space to have better security. Using link verification is obviously a step in the right direction. Do you feel like we can get the space to adopt this at mass? Obviously, there's challenges with adopting new tools. Sebastian, I'll get you involved in this conversation as well. Kai, what do you think are the next steps? Yeah, good question. I think there's a lot we've got to do. I mean, the thing is, this isn't even necessarily a Web 3 specific problem. I mean, there's been phishing, you know, in Web 2 as well. So this is just a, a problem on the internet. We use links. This is how we get around on the internet. We have no verification tool for them uh, until WEG. So I think absolutely this is something we need to adopt both in Web 3, but just traditionally as well. I think it would be amazing if every link we clicked on even if it was, I mean, right now it's kind of an intermediary link where you click it, a page shows up, says it's verified, and then you move, and then it redirects you to the right thing, which is amazing. If we can find ways to like simplify that and make it even easier, maybe it's like a browser that pops up with a notification, making sure that you know that it's a verified link and just making that kind of an easier UX. We'll just, I think we'll make it something that'll become more, more popular, more widely used. So I think absolutely we need to continue to push that, which is why you know, we decided to be one of the first ones with WAG to push this out. We hope that others in the space, you know, will continue to do this, especially with with Web3 links, because obviously everything's a financial asset and we have self-custody. So if you, if you click the wrong link, then you lose it, then you're screwed. In Web2, at least like if it's a bank or something, they can always just, I don't know, change the numbers in their database and get your money back. Not possible in Web3. So we need to push that, you know, applications and companies in the space start to use verified links. I think it's extremely, extremely important. So 
one, kudos to WAG for building this uh, and doing it so quick. I know it was like last year where you guys came across that big issue and, and have built out something pretty amazing. So we hope that we'll be one of the first to sort of lead this and we hope that others will continue to do it as well. I think other things like account abstraction is going to be a massive change to the space that's going to get rid of a lot of these phishing links because the signing aspect will be just very different. So we need kind of smart contract wallets and account abstraction to continue to build out. I think we're still years from that. And so I think that just means that right now it's even more important that we continue to push, you know, these verified links because it's really the only solution to this right now. I don't think we're going to get the mainstream to be like reading everything they're clicking on and to like take these steps of, you know, reviewing what the transaction is in your wallet. And, you know, like you said, going to worldcoin.com or whatever, instead of just clicking a link, like it's going to be tough to get people to do that. And so we need verified links to be the thing that is telling people and kind of notif- notifying people if it's a good or bad link. So I don't really see another solution. So I, I'm a big supporter of what WEG's doing and hopefully we can continue to push that. So Sebastian, over to you. I'm sure the the thing that keeps you up at night, adoption, growing WEG to, to more communities and more projects, not an easy task, you know, to get people to use a new service, a new link verification how are you guys tackling that? That's a great question. If you have an answer, let me know. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> the, the cold start problem is hard for everyone, but we're a little bit different from most other cybersecurity platforms. Again, we're not just building a platform, we're building trust. We are a trust-based system, but we're also a trust network. So something I didn't touch on earlier that's really awesome, WAG is not a static thing. It's growing, it's living, it's constantly evolving. We've got a really cool feature that allows anybody who's actually a community member to report a malicious link to the block list. So anyone can report it, will approve it, add it. It gets added to the block list. So it's another thing that's checked when someone tries to actually create a URL. But more importantly, we're working on a Chrome extension that when released, if you have this thing installed, it's going to block you from accessing anything that's on the block list. And when we talk about this, that's kind of the the unlock for general consumer adoption. And also for communities, if you want to do your part and help keep everyone else around you safe, all well, the people that you care about, the guys that you talk to every day, heck, your parents and your grandparents, you join WAG. You submit these links that you find that are bad, that are malicious, that are phishing links, malware links. You install the Chrome extension for them and it protects them. We're also working on integrations right now to try and actually integrate directly into Discord and Slack. So if you have a WAG account, you'd be able to connect it to your Discord, go in slash WAG, drop the URL, it would automatically create a WAGged link for you, and then you can share it with the people in there immediately. So these are all things to kind of increase the surface area, increase our ability to keep people safe, increase visibility, and really try to make a concentrated push out there to protect everybody and to give people the power to protect each other. I love it. Those are great. I think one of the biggest questions that I have, and I'd love to get everybody's thoughts on, is there's always this balance with creating a secure ecosystem and uh, a secure user experience with convenience, right? And quite frankly, users generally, the majority, they favor convenience. So they click fast. They don't take the time to review and check. How do we shift that user mentality? Even in the case of WAG, when we use WAG, and you, you'll you see this, everybody listening, when you go through this experience of, as Raul said, you click the link, whether on the podcast in the show notes or in Twitter, you can click it in the comments and you'll go to 
the intermediary page. There's more clicks that people need to take. So that's what enhanced security means. Enhanced security means more time and more clicks, which generally users do not favor. Now, Kai, you said that you think that things like account abstraction will remove a lot of these things, which is great. And I'm sure, Sebastian, you guys are working on that too. But I'm curious what you guys think in terms of how you approach years of behavior. If you're talking to somebody new, what would you be telling them in terms of this balance of like convenience and security? Well, I my immediate response is that we've been listening to every single thing that you guys as users have been telling us. And we're actually currently updating the safe stock to automatically redirect to the destination URL after three seconds so that the person who clicks on it doesn't have to click again. Savoring convenience. I like Yes. <laughs> and also we've got that whole secure link drop down section on our safe stops with additional information. If you do click that and you're interested in the additional stuff, clicking that and expanding will actually pause the countdown so that it doesn't automatically redirect. So yes, we're adding convenience, but we're also still allowing people who are interested in everything on that page to pause it and take as long as they want to, to view all of the information before going to the final destination. Amazing. Kai, Raul, what are your thoughts on this balance of convenience versus security? It's something that people are going to have to learn. There's a learning curve to this, right? Like we never had these issues previously to Web3. So we just run around clicking things and it doesn't really matter. There was no consequences. And now there are. Now people have to take responsibility for their assets and for the things that they're doing. So I always actually always kind of say this is like every cycle, everyone goes through this where they get fished or they put their assets on a centralized exchange and they lose them. Everything blows up, a bunch of people get screwed over, and then they kind of learn. And then the next cycle, they're the ones yelling and screaming, like, not your keys, not your coins. And they're the ones that are like taking extreme caution. And so it's like, part of me just thinks that we all have to just go through this and then we'll just kind of learn. But hopefully, you know, things like this will just prevent it. Then people don't have to go through it. But it's a learning experience for sure because it's a completely new way of, of using the internet. And I agree. Like, I think it's just a problem that we didn't have before. And now we do. And people are not really realizing it yet. I think like when people see like 2 billion lost in phishing attacks, it's like just a statistic for them, unless they're like part of it. As more people realize this, they the, like the problem will, will need to be solved. Well, it's, it's literally every 11 seconds a phishing attack occurs. There are 3.4 billion phishing emails sent every day. Whether or not people think that this is an issue for them, it surfaces in their lives on a regular basis. Yeah, is it actually, Sebastian, just going to ask you, what other numbers do you have in terms of the scale of this problem? I've got all the numbers in the world. I won't bore you all with all of them, though. I will just give you a few select few. So if you want to talk about financial losses, big picture, right? So over the past five years, the FBI has estimated that over $12 billion has been stolen due to phishing. And between January 1st, 2021 and March 31st, 2022, 1.1 billion was reported to the FTC as loss to fraud originating on social media alone. Yikes. And is phishing the primary? Is there any other way that these attacks and scams happen? Or is it really mostly done through phishing? A lot of it is phishing. There are other more sophisticated malware specific attacks, but phishing is the most common because it's the easiest to do. It doesn't take much. I mean, again, you, you fake the link, you use Bitly, you share it, people click on it and that's kind of the end of it the one that really gets people the most in, in our world though it's if their discord is infiltrated or someone gets sim swapped and we've seen this like with 10 massive accounts recently just last week what was it 
Uniswap's founder, I think, got SIM swapped and then his Twitter got taken over and they started posting fake airdrop links, right? So if you trust that person and they've done you no wrong previously and these guys that have, you know, two, three, four, five hundred thousand to a million followers on Twitter, you know at least 10% of those people are going to click on that link and then it's kind of game over. Some other issues that have happened recently, I don't know if you guys saw this news article, but this one was about NFT drainers like Inferno and Venom that are being used to carry out phishing attacks pretty often and they are compromising discords. Those drainers actually circumvent transaction simulating Chrome extensions so they're not helpful and they were used to steal about 73 million from 32,000 wallets and they compromised over 900 Discord servers recently. And that's purely Web3 focused. Yes, yeah, Sebastian, you bring up a, a good point on that. A lot of people you, you see over the last year, people saying only click on links from like, you know, the original account. So the verified Uniswap account or whatever. And then the problem is, is now the scammers have all gone and hacked those accounts and then said it. So for this to really work, it needs to be at the link level, right? Which Correct. is exactly what you guys have created. Because you can't trust the account either. Because I've actually seen this a bunch. I think it was... Was it Zora? Uh, I forget. It. I think it was Zora, but they also got hacked like a couple weeks ago and I actually clicked on it. I didn't sign a transaction. I was like, ah, oh, this doesn't seem, this seems off. But it was their like business account that's verified on Twitter that had this phishing link. And like you said, Hayden from Uniswap, it happened here last week when he was at ECC. I mean, it's happening from the account level too. So it's, it's all about, it's, you got to go to the root of the problem, which is the link itself. And so that's why I like what you guys have built. Thank you. And, and that's what we thought too. Like these things all start off with one problem, a malicious link. Like if you, if you can kind of help people out at that basic, basic level, then you reduce risk considerably. So let's say, unfortunate situation, one of us gets sim swapped and our Twitters get compromised and we've got all these followers and people are used to clicking on our stuff. If people know that our standard is to only share wag links and then suddenly there's a link that's shared that's not a wag link, you know, at the very least, that raises a red flag and people can go, okay, this is a little abnormal. They only share stuff with wag links. Why is this one not a wag link? I don't think I'm going to trust it. And if we take this a step further, once we have this Chrome extension done and people have this thing installed, if this happens and that malicious link is identified, anyone can immediately, if they're a wag member, submit that malicious link to the block list. And if they have the Chrome extension installed, everyone else, even if they click on that bad link, they're going to be safe. So everybody here, become a WAG member, start submitting your bad links, and join in making the community safer because this is all of our responsibilities. We all need to solve this problem together. It's not a problem that one company or one person can solve. It needs to be a community-led effort. And then also, we all need to push, if you're involved in any projects, bring it up to your project founder, bring it up to those leading your project of like, hey, I've heard about WAG. You guys should consider using them in order to verify our links. I think it's a great way to make sure everyone in our community is safe because this really needs to come from the bottom. It needs to come from all of us who are users in the space because if it comes from the top down, it, it needs to be top down and bottom up in order to achieve the adoption that we need to make this happen. Sebastian, can, can those that are in here get a link or? Yeah, got proving links. Absolutely. Let me go ahead and drop, I'll drop our sign up link in here for you guys also i just want better be verified yeah you know it will be and also just say like you know you guys are early users if you're using this platform and you love it and it's awesome because it is but there are little things that you want to change tell us like we want to make this the thing that everyone's using and that means taking in feedback iterating accordingly solving all of these problems and transforming this into something that 
is low friction and solves the problem and everyone is happy and excited to use every day and incorporate into their regular workflow. And I just want to add in here. So Sebastian mentioned earlier the cold start problem. And right now, when you click on one of the link that Sebastian's going to share in the comments and we'll also put in the show notes or the link that Raul shared earlier that takes you to our new lens handle, you're going to experience the WAG link verification process. And that might seem weird to you because you've never experienced it before. So there's going to be a page that comes up that says, hey, this is verified by WAG. And quite honestly, sometimes to a lot of people, that can feel scammy because you're, oh my gosh, I've never experienced this before. So we want you guys to know, those listening, this is part of the process and this is the intermediary step that we need in order to make link verification work is there's now going to be, we're going to encourage all people in Web3 to take this step where when you click a link, there's an intermediary step where it says, hey, this is verified by WAG. We're using SafeStop. We are taking the time to make sure that you know that this link is safe. So first time you go through it, if you feel a little bit weird, don't worry, totally normal. It's a new experience. New experiences, especially with links, can be a little bit scary, but that is part of the process. That is part of how WAG ensures that you are safe. Awesome. I want to go to next steps in Web3 Academy 2.0. We're in week two of Web3 Academy 2.0, which is our new brand that we just launched last week. Over 100 people minted our free mint last week. Shout out to all those who did. Thanks so much for your support. And this week is all about launching our new Lens handle and following us on Lens and doing so by experiencing what it is like to go through WAG's link verification. Raul, tell us how can people take the step to be involved in Web3 Academy 2.0 this week? Yeah, it's simple. Just uh, use the link in the comments here or if you're listening on the podcast in the show notes to follow us on Lens. And that's basically then just stay tuned for for phase three of Web3 Academy 2.0. Easy peasy. Follow us on Lens. Be part of the next phase in the journey. Web3 Academy 2.0 is a multi-week new launch that we have as we are focused on really taking Web3 Academy from where we are now into the next phase, which is bringing up more on-chain with more security and more safety and creating more experiences for you, our listeners, and for readers of our newsletter and for community members in Discord so that you can experience and be involved with our content in more of an on-chain manner. We're moving Web3 Academy from online to on-chain as we make this migration, which we hope the whole world is making along with us. We want to be leaders in that. So excited for all of you to participate in the second phase of Web3 Academy 2.0. Before we wrap today, Sebastian, I want to give it over to you. Just one more chance to shill. How can people get involved in WAG? Anything else that you want to tell people or maybe just anything that you want to tell people in order (laughs) to stay safe? Start using WAG. I mean, we are free for the first thousand users for life. And we've got new people joining every day. So that, that free tier is rapidly going away. (laughs) <laughs> that is partially thanks to you, Kyle, having you guys. Oh, did Kyle go away? Oh, maybe he did. He didn't appreciate the compliment. Kyle is like, <laughs> oh man, that was my mistake. But yeah, I, I think really sign up, join us, tell everybody you know about what we're doing and get people to start using these lights because the more people use WAG, the larger the network becomes and the stronger it becomes. And the stronger it becomes, the safer everyone who's in it becomes too. I mean, it's it really is a snowballing effect. Yeah, follow us on, on Twitter. Join us. Let us know what you think. 
If you want anything updated, changed, if you love it, we want to hear it. If you don't love it, tell us too, and we're going to make you love it. That's what this experience is all about. I love your approach, Sebastian, like building it with the community alongside the community. You're a user in Web3. Your objective is to just keep everybody safe and be part of making Web3 better for not just us, but for our moms and all of our friends and families who are not here yet. Read all these articles about all these scams and they're scared of the space. We're going to make it safe for everybody. Sebastian, I got one question before we wrap up here. You talked about how users, the general community can be can participate in reporting scam links to your block list, which I think is amazing. Is there plans in the future to perhaps launch a token and incentivize users to uh, (laughs) being reporters? Uh, I realize I'm way down your roadmap here, but obviously when we talk about building Web3 businesses, tokens are a big part of that. Just curious if you guys have thought about that. So we've thought about it and every single person in this space has asked us that same question. And I'm going to say that there is no token coming (laughs) because I'm also a securities attorney who has been in this space for several years. And I know how this game goes. We will come up with ways to incentivize people to participate. But to be completely frank, the idea of issuing a token just right now, I mean, I'm based in the US. My whole team is based in the US. The regulatory environment is just not particularly friendly. If things change and things like that, if the XRP decision becomes final and we get some guidelines or Congress acts, so we get some guidelines that tells us how we can do things in a way that we're not going to get in trouble, then maybe we can come back and talk about that. But for the time being, that's not going to be a primary focus. So if you didn't already trust Sebastian, now you should really trust him because he's a securities lawyer who's doing things by the letter of the law and he's not leaning into how to do this the scammy or the fast way, which we all have seen many projects do before. Sebastian, once again, leaning by example for the way that we should build companies in this space. Love to see it. Love to see it. And Sebastian mentioned that the first 1,000 users on WAG get WAG free for life. The link for that is also in the show notes. Raul, I don't know if you can throw that link in the comments here on Twitter as well so people can get that. We're going to wrap up the podcast. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining in. Really, really want to just hammer home this point. Please, please use WAG. It is just such an important step to us ensuring that safety comes into the space and security. And so use it personally. Use it for your projects. If you know other projects, please pass along the link to other projects. Tell everybody about WAG and using link verification. It's just so simple. It takes seconds to set up. There's no reason why we wouldn't all do it. And it's going to make such a difference for everybody when we can finally stop talking about scams and phishing. We can more so talk about building and all the cool stuff that's happening. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening and everybody have yourself a great day. Thank you for listening to Web3 Academy, your one trusted source to capitalize on the next big phase of the internet. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and subscribe or follow so that you don't miss the next one. While you're at it, there's a link in the description for our free newsletter where we provide timely and relevant Web3 insights so you can confidently build and invest in Web3. Make sure to subscribe today. One final note. This podcast is for educational purposes only and nothing we say is financial advice. Crypto and Web3 are risky and you should never invest more than you're willing to lose. Thank you, friends, and see you in the next one.